You're listening to the Headhunting Housewives podcast with your recruiter, Diane O'Brien, episode number 66. Good morning, Headhunting Housewives. This is your recruiter, Diane O'Brien, and it is the first Saturday in June. We're in 2021 right now. We're post-COVID. I just got back from a long Memorial weekend at the beach and it feels like things are getting so back to normal here in the States anyway. Uh, people didn't have to have their masks on. They were sitting outside on the water. Uh, the beach was packed. The restaurants were full. And it's just such a beautiful thing to be back to somewhat normal. Um, on this Saturday, I'm sitting back in my sunroom in Philadelphia. And it's funny, I had to stop or wait to start this podcast this morning because the birds <laughs> were singing like crazy. I don't think you can hear them in the background, but um, early in the morning, the sun rises, you know, how the birds just go nuts. And um, it, I have to kind of wait to even speak because I think they were louder than I was. But if I can describe this background for you for a moment before I jump into what I want to talk about with you today, now that we're in summer, I guess it's not official, but I feel like after Memorial Weekend is the unofficial start of summer. But um, as I'm thinking about going into summer sessions and just what I want to do this summer and what I want to talk to you all about, um, looking out my window, again, I'm in my sunroom in Philly, as you know, I usually do my podcast from here when I'm here. And um, I'm looking at this bright pink flamingo uh, float that we put on the pool every year. And there's something so happy and joyous about a bright fuchsia pink flamingo floating in a really bright blue pool <laughs> that brings me so much happiness, I can't even tell you. <laughs> and I've been, I think, buying these pink flamingos since we, you know, since we got the pool years ago. Um, but right now it's like it blew off the pool and it's actually nestled right next to the pool into the garden by accident. But it looks like it's nesting next to this, this big, beautiful bush of roses, Um I think they're called those knockout roses, those really bright fuchsia as well. And just with the backdrop of green that happens in this northeast part of the states is just gorgeous right now in June. Everything else is bright green of every different shade. And my roses, not just the fuchsia ones, but these white roses in full bloom that I'm looking at growing up these, you know, giant um, trees I have in the backyard for privacy. The roses must have climbed the trees 20 feet in the air and blooming right now. It like, this looks unreal. By my bird bath, lavender and catnip is all blooming purple. Um, so it's just, I am, I had to take in the second and just explain the beauty around me right now. Um, and I'm thinking of this because in June, what I love about summer and, you know, I've kind of spoken to this a lot through the years about taking time off in the summer. I've tried for a long time, as you know, to slow down the recruiting, to turn it off completely if you can, finish out your last job orders and close out your jobs by Memorial Weekend if possible. So when you go into June, you can really be free. And I know a lot of you moms out there that listen to me have young kids still, um, or at least, you know, kids in school. And summer can become so stressful because you're working, you're trying to figure out camps, put your kids into. And, and there's, you know, a time and place for that, of course, because that's good for the kids too in many ways. But there's something really beautiful if you can find the time, if not the entire summer, at least a few weeks, build into it if you must. Um, but if you're able to really just take June, July, or again, at least one month, a big chunk of time 
um, you know, the Europeans are so much better at this than we are. But for you American ladies, you know, let's, you know, ease into this, not just lean into work, but lean into enjoying summers and beautiful, you know, seasons at home with your kids where there is no stress of getting up and rushing out of the house and then doing pickups and, and where everything is a rush. Take summer, um, you know, here and again, we're in June, if that could be your focus, that'd be a wonderful thing to sit with your morning cup of coffee, to look out at your beautiful garden or whatever scene you've created for yourself and let your mind just wonder and be able to think about whatever you want to think about, focus, whatever you want to focus on. You know, for me, I've been recruiting for over 20 years now, and I always need a break from it. And even though I think I've gotten really good at time management, I've spoken to a lot of you as I mentor recruiters about how to manage your time so you can get everything done and do the searches as well as family life balance. There's something to be said about really shutting it all down and just focus on anything you want to really kind of be free. Um, and then it feels like if you can do that in the summertime or in a really extended long vacation, you probably notice this from vacationing, you come back to work with this sense of renewed vigor and you're bringing that vacation mind back home. You know, I find things I do on vacation, I try then do at home later on. Like if you really enjoy, whether it's a certain coffee time extended in the morning or tea time in the afternoon, or you're doing yoga, working out, enjoying nature, you just bring that back to your home life more and more. So eventually, I mean, my main goal, I'll take after what my daughter said, is to have a life um, that you don't need a vacation from, where it feels like a one big, great vacation. And um, I got to say, it feels a lot like that. Lately, I hope it continues to feel that way, but I want you to at least feel that way in your summers if it's not feeling that every day. And I, hey, I get you when you have young kids. <laughs> it's hard to feel like vacation every day. Um, some of the best parts of your life, so you want to enjoy it, but it's it, there's built-in hecticness and chaos, right? But just kind of go with that. And if you can kind of play with them and have fun too, that's what I definitely want to speak to you today on this um, beautiful Saturday, June morning, because your kids are going to be off school soon. And those days are gone before you know it, right? I'm an empty nester, as you know, um, although I have a full house of kids right now. So I really haven't empty nested long. But um, but hopefully that'll be the goal is to enjoy that time with them or whoever you may be. So as far as a topic for today, I spent a lot of time here just going over um, the beauty of the scene. But I want to focus on a summer session for all of us here in June, very different than the rest of the year, we're doing recruiting and we're focusing on sourcing and screening candidates and contracts and all that was a lot of fun. And it's been, it was a great year. Um, I think I hired more COOs than I've hired before and I had more fun learning about it. And I learned from more women than I've ever learned before. As I taught, I think all of you to recruit, I was learning so much from these women COOs um, who were making you know great money, but also living a great lifestyle. Many of them as well invested in real estate. I have to say, ladies, the last podcast I did, I thought about recruiters in real estate because that's going to be a really important topic. And I might, in fact, as I focus on summer sessions being free and not talking about recruiting, I'll probably touch upon that more and more because I was very happy to see that these women COOs that I've been speaking to more and more, guess what they're doing on the side, right? They have their summer homes. It was so funny. One of the, um, not the CEOs I hired, but I, that I was hiring a, uh, her, I was hiring a CEO for her. She wanted to retire and we found a new CEO, which she 
loved and we hired and it was great first quarter um, here of 2021. And um, we just got to speaking because I actually was down at uh, my place in Florida and she said she had um, two vacation properties in Florida just at the town up the street from me in St. Pete. And it's how much she'd loved it. And she had done a vacation there, but bought that investment properties there. And then um, another woman, Kathy, who I was interviewing for a COO role, uh, she took another position. So I actually filled it with another woman um, who, again, was speaking recruiting or um, not recruiting, but uh, real estate. But she also, she said she had a lifelong dream of um, buying property. I think it was on the Palm Coast, not Palm Beach, but up the coast from there way more secluded and private, but beautiful um, homes right on the ocean. That's actually on the Atlantic, on the Atlantic side. But um, anyway, she spoke about how she bought that land years and years ago. And now that she's been, she was an operations manager for a long time and got to be becoming a chief operating officer. And she really built a lot of her wealth, which I found very interesting, um, you know, through a lot of stock options to the companies and and um, things like that, that, you know, um, the sea level has been doing for years, but there's ways that we all can do that as well, which I'll talk to more about later also. Uh, us recruiters in particular, you can build that into your contract. Um, but anyway, back in the real estate, she finally used that land, decided to put um, money into building her dream home. And she was calling the shots with the uh, clients that she was looking at working for. Um, she decided that she was no longer going to maybe live full-time in the Northeast. And now that she had her home in the South, um, she built into her contract uh, the trips, the flights, you know, from the South up to the Northeast. Um, if they wanted to hire her, that'd be part of the deal. Um, you know, she learned to commit the first full year when you're training a team. Um, she had done that before and she would do that going forward. But after that, she could fly in for meetings with remote now. It's not even needed to be in the office as much once the team is established. So, you know, although I've dealt with a lot of, you know, um, women at this uh, level for many years and, of course, venture capitalists, um, especially back in the solar days 10 years ago, I learned so much about the the equity side of things and private equity and, and building in with the stocks and building wealth that way. But this woman really kind of brought it back to light for me. With It wasn't just about the money and the options she had built wealth from, but the fact that, again, went back to just building her life. And now that maybe she had a little bit more under her belt, she it helped enable her to call the shots. Not that she could have always have called the shots, but I think it gives you strength and confidence sometimes when you hit a little bit of a certain level that she was like, this is how I'm going to, you know, play my life now. And she, I guess, was maybe in her, I'd say late 40s, early 50s. Um, but what's interesting and what I want to bring back to that little lesson from the COO women out there that are living the life they want to is I want to bring this back to you housewives and recruiters because I think the big secret or trick to it sometimes as you're building your life and your days and your annual calendar with your kids, right, is remembering you don't have to really hit any certain level to feel empowered that way. I understand that helps a lot. Like I didn't really start taking off summers until I felt like I had hit a certain number. But looking back, you know, I didn't really, that wasn't really necessary. I could start taking off more time right away. Um, you know, it wasn't just true. I didn't need as much as I thought I needed. And for you ladies, I just want to speak to you that do you have the kids at home and they're getting ready to be off school, um, what, next week? Middle, you know, by, we're in June here, right? So by the middle of June, all those kids are coming home. It's okay to take that time off. And I know for me, 
I remember it was years ago when I gave myself permission. I mean, it was hard. You know, my husband didn't give me permission. My bosses didn't give me my clients, which I consider the bosses, you know, weren't giving me permission. Um, I didn't have anyone around me doing that. So none of my colleagues gave me permission. They're, it's almost like, a, who do you think you are? Can you really do that? Or, you know, I think my husband's thinking, wait a minute, I'm, I'm not taking the whole summer off, you know. <laughs> but, you know, as the mom, I was one with the kids and managing their schedules and still running a lot of things. And I think I just had to give myself the permission and know that what better use of my time to take this space and time to do that. Um, so if you need permission, I'm saying right now, give yourself that permission. And there are plenty of women doing that. Again, I've been taking summers off for years and years. I think when I had gotten the beach house and when Madison was five and Morgan was three, that was it. I was taking summers off, right? We we're going to utilize the beach and go there after spending all that money to save and, you know, have a dream come true. I wasn't waiting until the kids were in college. I was doing it when they were three and five years old, enjoying the summer. So wherever your kids are, even if they're in high school, do it, I mean, they'll enjoy it just as much then. I have plenty of friends that, you know, it wasn't until high school that you're able to take the summers off and that's fine too, or wherever you are. I mean, even if your kids are coming home from college or having their own kids, you could still create that space and, and be an example to your kids of taking that time off in the summer, enjoying it and set the example for them that it's okay to do that. The last thing I want my girls to watch and learn from me is the moms all work, work, work and no play, right? I want to have them see me work hard for all the things that I want, but watch me play hard and enjoy it and let the days go by floating in a pool and listening to music with them and, you know, watching the movies at night and just going out for a ride because it's fun to go for a ride in the middle of the summer out with the top down, right? And so I want to teach those lessons as much as my hard, um, you know, work ethic or uh, investing or building real estate or all that fun stuff we can talk about too. So I hope that was helpful because again, that's where my mind is. I'm hoping with the summer and some places where you live, the summer season is so short, ladies. So, you know, you'll have to think, I'll do it tomorrow or next month. And then before you know it, it's back to school, right? And so in the fall, I like to get back to work in a way. So enjoy these summer months, plan it and think about how you want to have some fun with the family. And I hope you just have a wonderful, great June, right? Just focus on June ahead and um, enjoy summer. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come join us over at headhuntinghousewives.com. It's completely free to join. We're there to offer you guidance, support, inspiration. And when you're ready to go a little bit deeper, we're starting a mentorship program in 2Q. If that's for you, you have to email me at hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and let me know who you are and how I can help. Again, that's hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and I look forward to seeing you there.